Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Every year, man, every year, the nut kick continuum swings on. This time at the hands of the Green Bay Packers, the San Francisco 49ers, coming to Lambeau Field, NFC Championship, or uh, Divisional Game, excuse me, Niners go to the Championship Game. Robbie Gold hits a field goal as time expires as the defense plays lights out. Offense nowhere to be found besides the first drive. And of course, the Packers special teams is anything but special. The Packers special teams, and I'm going to come out and come out hard today on this, cost the Packers the game. They are the number one enemy in my eyes for why the Packers lost to the Niners. I know the offense stunk. I know Rodgers didn't look like the MVP. But solely in my eyes, in the crosshairs, will be Mo Drayton and the Packers special teams. And you will not be able to change my mind. We'll have a, a Twitter poll to start the show today of the blame game. If you want to come in and vent, 608-321-1670. Vent, whoever you want to vent towards, fine. Rowdy, we were at Tailgaters on Saturday. A hell of a time at Tailgaters, by the way. All kinds of people came out. We had from the people in Stoughton, our guy Roger in Stowe in the house, and his lovely wife. We had, what, Corey from East Troy drove an hour to come see us. We had Eric Rogers from Oregon. We had people from Madison. Your crew from the Stoughton boys or the Stoughton girls. We had anyone and everyone. All the people were out there at Tailgaters. And right away, that opening drive looked absolutely beautiful for the Packers. And we were celebrating, partying, having a good time. And then I uh, went to the Village Bar at halftime to visit my wife. And it all unraveled from there. How was the rest of Tailgaters for you? Yeah, I think it was pretty much everyone was pumped until about the last five minutes of the game. (sighs) This year, I thought this year would be different, didn't you? Thought this year would have been different. I thought this year was the year that Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, would, you know, again, have home field advantage, the number one seed, the best team in the NFL, get by the Niners easily, who weren't that good of a team, in my humble opinion, and then take on what I thought would be the Buccaneers instead now be the L.A. Rams at Lambeau Field, where the Packers have already beat the Rams, and they'd punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. Instead, they're done. They didn't even make it to the NFC Championship game. They got embarrassed at home at Lambeau in a picturesque, what you would think old school football is all about. Snow coming down. It's cold. You can see everyone's breath coming out. It's hard hitting football. Except here's the thing. The Packers absolutely sucked besides defensively. The hell, what do we got to do now, Rowdy? Now it's time to come after some people. Yeah, it's like you thought that you were you were going to or at least hoping that you are going to have another three weeks left of football with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. 
And now it looks like we're relegated to regular season NBA and Wisconsin Badger basketball. Yeah, it was a tough weekend for Wisconsin sports. Wisconsin basketball loses to Michigan State on Friday at the Kohl Center. That stunk. You thought the Packers would be able to save you. They lose. That stunk. I did see Wisconsin wrestling. If you're looking for a win, Wisconsin wrestling won over the weekend, Rowdy. And um, your favorite, the Wisconsin women's basketball team, they beat Penn State. So there are some, you know, I guess winning. But with the teams that we talk mostly about, I'm going to come right out and just get it off my chest. Mo Drayton, the fact that he is not fired yet is absolutely criminal with the Green Bay Packers. The fact that he was not shown the door, the news didn't break. That Mo Drayton, the Packers special teams coordinator, was not fired before the press conferences were over is criminal to me. Matt LaFleur was on the podium first. The first thing out of Matt LaFleur's mouth, not not that, oh, I feel so bad for our boys. No, it should have been Mo Drayton, the Packers special teams coordinator, has been effectively terminated and fired. He's done. That's criminal that he's not fired yet. <laughs> so if you're looking at this in a trying to get a chuckle out of something. So <laughs> there's a lot of different metrics that rate, you know, like position players, like pro football focus yeah. or units, like your offense, your defense. Well, there's something called DVOA where they kind of grade units and players kind of like pro football focus. It's like an alternative. They sure. have a little bit different metrics. That special teams game for the green Bay special teams was the worst rated DVOA My for God. a team special teams all year. And you know what's even funnier? So that was the worst game. I don't know if it's funny. By a special teams <laughs> unit in the entire NFL. I'm like the laughing entire, so I don't cry. The entire season. The worst game by a special teams unit. You know who also has the second and third worst units in the entire season? That would be the Green Bay Packers. They had the three worst DVOA special team games this season. And oh yeah, the worst one came in your biggest game of the year. I think it was uh Oh my the god. Worst, the worst special teams DVOA was on Saturday. <sighs> and then the other two were the Packers against the Vikings and the Bears earlier in the regular season. <laughs> Pretty impressively bad. So so Saturday in the divisional round against the Niners was the worst when it came to those rankings, Rowdy. The worst. It was the worst game by any special teams unit. Not the Chicago year. game when they went crazy, when the Bears went crazy. No, that one was... The second worst? It was either that or Minnesota was second and third. But the Packers owned the three worst special teams games of the year. All right, this, this goes with exactly why the Packers special teams are the reason why the green and gold lost. The, the entire year... The entire year, we knew the Packers special teams was terrible and abysmal. It was a running joke. Every game we would talk about, well, I guess that's since, since what, the Cincinnati Bengals game? Ever since the Bengals game, every time since then, it was the same story. The Packers special team sucks. The Packers special teams will lose you the game. And I hope it's not in the playoffs. Didn't we say that, Rowdy? Every game, like, oh, my God, they're going to lose us a game sometime. Yeah, I found the exact stat. Green Bay had a negative 31.4% special teams DVOA on Saturday night. That's the worst single special teams game this season. Second was Minnesota week six, 
Third worst was Chicago week oh 14. Oh, my God. So all season, Rowdy, basically all season, we've said the Packers special teams is a gigantic liability. They will bite us in the ass if something doesn't change. We said that almost all year, right? I think everyone said that all well, year. Well, everyone that had watched the Green Bay Packers for the majority of the season almost could have said, Special teams will bite you in the ass at least some point. We've said it the entire year, and you know what the Packers did about it? Absolutely nothing. They did nothing to fix the special teams. The only thing they did was bring in a new long snapper and a new guy to hold the damn ball and a punter in Corey Bohorquez. They did absolutely nothing to fix their special teams unit, which we have said all year, sucks complete ass. What did the Packers special teams do? They are the reason why the Packers lost against the Niners. I know Aaron Rodgers did not play like an MVP. Rodgers is the reason why the Packers are the number one seed, have the playoffs running through Lambeau Field, and you can't expect him to be a god every single game. If the Packers special teams do not miss a field goal and then get a punt blocked and then stand around like a bunch of dumbasses, looking around like, oh, dude, what did we do now? And then let the Niners score. On special teams, the Packers win that game despite an abysmal performance from the offense. I put it all, majority, not all, a majority on the Packers special teams. What about you, Rowdy? Yeah, I definitely. The whole year they knew they were terrible. The special teams teams is what lost that game, but I saw a lot of uh, Aaron Rodgers slander because he didn't play his best game. And now if you look at the stats, outside of no touchdowns and no interceptions, it looks pretty good, right? Yeah. But there were obviously times where he had open receivers and he was trying to force it into Devontae Adams. Correct. There there were times where he had missed a throw or two, but a lot of Roger slander online for not playing well. But I'll say this. The Green Bay Packers did not lose that game because of Aaron no. Rodgers. You'll play they, Jimmy Garoppolo. They just didn't win the game because of Aaron Rodgers. They lost the game because of the special teams. And then you go back. I'm already angry. And then you go back. And you look at the final play of the game. There's four seconds left. Robbie Gold is out there to kick a field goal in the wind, in the snow, in the cold. And the Packers have 10 players on the field and special teams. 10. Rowdy, how many players are on the field? 11. 11. The Packers had 10 players on the field in the final play of a field goal to have Robbie Gold kick it. Aaron Rodgers... As Rowdy just said, I like that, Rowdy. Aaron Rodgers didn't win the game. Aaron Rodgers didn't lose the game. The Packers special teams, which we have known all year, cost the Packers a trip to the NFC championship round against the L.A. Rams that would have been at Lambeau Field, and the Packers would have won that game and then gone to the Super Bowl. Oh, my God, I'm pissed. Well, the so a lot of people talking about that last play, which is just kind of the epitome of the special teams this year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think 11 people on the field for the Packers would have made a difference. Have we seen any good play or any blocked field goals? What you were cheering for is Robbie gold. Like one of the most accurate kickers from under 50 yards in the NFL to miss. (laughs) Yeah, I I know. And he's, he's really matter. It didn't matter if they had 11 or 12, he still probably buries that. (sighs) The fact that there was 10 players on the field in the biggest play, 
in the biggest moment is is hilarious. I have I, if I don't laugh, I'm gonna just lose it. Let's go to the phones. It's vent session. Uh, line one. Who's this? Good morning. Hey boys, Kyle, man. Oh God, Kyle, you had a bad weekend, dude. You're in attendance at the Cole Center, weren't you? Oh God. Oh my. Yeah, it was. Uh, it started <laughs> out bad and got worse. You know, I just it, it put a bad taste in my mouth. And- Damn it, Kyle. Damn it. <laughs> I got to tell you what, dude, I was so pissed Saturday night. I literally ripped my freaking shirt off that I had on for the Packers. I'm just done. Just done. I just tore it off like Hulk Hogan, man. Just, it felt so good to do that. You want Hulkamaniacs on him? Oh, I just, I, I can't, I can't continue to do this, man. We got to start seeing other people. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I'd rather be a Bears fan and know that I suck every year oh. than be so freaking good in the regular season every stinking year. And lay an egg in the playoffs. It's just, it's. Re- I don't get it. Kyle, I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell a lot today. It's just gonna. I, just, I have to do it. It's the special teams for me. It, it's it's because you knew it all year, all year that this they'd cost you a game, and the Packers had absolutely yep. nothing to fix it. Yep, just stick to the status quo, and uh, things will fix itself. You know, that's not how you get things done. That's not a championship team. No, they let they let everybody down. I mean, everybody. This oh. is just ridiculous. And now Roger, like Roger's talking about he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. You have all these contracts that are up. The Packers keep pushing money, you know, in the in the future here. It's, we're, oh, my God. We're, yeah. I, that was, just, that was oh. our best shot, man. That was absolutely our best shot. I think it's done. Packers are going to suck for 10 years because, let's face it, Jordan Love is not. He stinks. What? He stinks. He's terrible. So I, I don't know, man. Enjoy the long, uh, long road of, of, of nothing. Hey Kyle, how was how was the scene? I, I know it was a loss, but how was the scene at the Kohl Center when you saw when you're in attendance to see Wisconsin lose to Sparty? I had no voice by the end of the game. <laughs> I can hear I it mean, in your it, voice today a little bit. Yeah, it was it was rocking, dude. It was it was a really good atmosphere. I mean, the Badgers would chip away and they'd come back, they'd get within nine, and then. I, I just got to say the officiating in that game was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, I mean there was some really questionable calls, and it 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 basically took the momentum right out of the Cole Center. And yeah, I, and I no mean, Tyler Wall hurts too. Obviously, that stunk. Oh yeah, dude. So I didn't even know that he wasn't playing, and then to see him sit on the bench with that boot on, oh man, that was that was hard to hard to swallow. Yeah, Kyle, thank God. All right, good luck recovering, buddy. Just you know. I'll do a little rest, relaxation, whatever it is. I don't know if you meditate or just drink a lot of booze, whatever it is. Just try and feel good today, okay? Yeah, you guys too, man. <laughs> going to be a long day for you. Hopefully you can uh, help a lot of people out. I'm just, I'm just going to scream for four hours. <laughs> See you, Kyle. See you, buddy. Do what you got to do later. <laughs> yeah. And drive safe. Uh, line two. Good morning. Who's this? Thanks for staying on hold. Hey, good morning, guys. Steve here. <laughs> oh, Steve, what's up, dude? Hey, I love it, Ibu. I love your passion. I'm mad, Steve. I'm angry. Today. I appreciate it, but I wouldn't. I would uh, obviously the special team screwed up, but I don't know that that, that didn't meet expectation. Um, that that being said, I mean, I would give fifty percent of the of the game on that, and the other fifty percent on the offense. Yeah, and and, and Aaron Rodgers is is the self-proclaimed guy of that offense. I mean, you can't expect to score ten points. I mean, to be in a position. Do you think you're going to win a championship game at home? With yeah, 10 points? 10, yeah, no, you're um, not. Yeah. You're, you're not going to. And so I think the screw-up by the special teams is offset by the tremendous performance of the defense. Oh, the defense was absolutely insane, Steve. Like that, that, like that's what we've been wanting all year, right? And all for the last twenty years is a Packers defense to put up a performance like that in the playoffs. We get it, and it's nothing. It's null and void. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I, I try sometimes to, to add a little bit of humor in here. And Please I say do, because I'm going to start keep yelling. I, I seen the corner on the, corner on the field uh, proclaiming the, 
the death of Aaron Rodgers' uh, Packer career at 10, I think around 10-23. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, the, the, what's, the, what's the saying? If you do the same the same the, actions, it expect a different result. Yeah, definition of insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, I mean, it's just time. It's just time for Aaron. It's a, I, do you think, do you really think that he deserves, he's going to want a tremendous salary again, if I'm them, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it. Uh, the, yeah. I, I would not bankrupt my team again. Well, they, kind of, they already are, to be honest with you, with all the money they push forward. It's already what do they have? Like three players yeah, under? Yeah, right now they have. Uh, I think they're roughly forty-two million dollars over the cap, depending at where you look. And for skilled players moving forward under contract that don't play running back position, it's like Amari Rogers and Josiah DeGuara. Yeah, it's like and that's about d- it. They're doomed, Steve. They're doomed. They they are, and then so I mean, I, I and it's it's unfair to put it on any one player or whatever. I get that, but I mean, they just they really can't move forward with Rodgers and, and bankrupt the team. They they can't do that. And I really think that game, and again losing with home field advantage. And I also hate to hear this where they every year they say, oh, they had to come to play in the cold in Green Bay. Like, what the <laughs> hell is that worth? It's worth absolutely nothing. So stop it. I mean, I much rather would see Aaron Rodgers on the road in a dome playing. Then yeah. play up. I mean, that, yeah, not, the, uh, yeah, for sure. He's not effective. He's not effective playing in, in the cold weather in the plants. He's just not. So uh, let's get over that. But um, I, I'm going to br- bring back to a suggestion I made at the beginning of the year. Yeah, please. And, and that's that the, the Packers trade Rodgers to the to the Raiders for Derek Carr. Now I think Derek Carr is a free agent. I believe now I have to go look the Packers will still have a huge hunk of money that they don't have to go with this. The idea that it's either Rogers or love is ridiculous. They don't have to play Jordan love. They'll have enough money. If yeah. they don't, if they don't find Rogers to pick up somebody else, they're not stupid. They don't make put, you know, they're making good personnel decisions overall. And so they can pick up somebody else. So I'd say, I, I don't know if he has a restriction in, in, and uh, uh, good morning, Rowdy. <laughs> Derek Carr has one more year left. And, and and Rogers does right. Yep, yep, yep. And he's getting so, paid a lot of money. So, trader Raiders would make that move. Yeah, he doesn't have a no trade clause either. So they they you know they the Raiders cut Khalil Mack or whatever. So or traded Khalil Mack. So trade Rogers to the Raiders for Derek Carr. You gain on the on the on the salary, and he's out of the national conference. He's in and he's out kind of on the West Coast. That way, you're doing him a solid and. Um, yeah, here you go, Steve. Uh, Rogers uh, has two years on his contract, but his salary cap hit for 2022 is uh, $46.4 million, a number that is impossible to carry considering they already are $44.8 million over the cap. My God. Do, do you see him really? He says he doesn't want to rebuild. What other good team out there? I mean, I, I was wowed by the dynamic quarterback play overall in the playoffs, except for him. Yeah. Um, and do you well, did you watch re- Josh Allen and, and freaking oh. uh, Patrick Mahomes last oh. night? Oh, my God, it was insane. And and that's what we kind of expect that to some degree out of because we've seen that from Aaron in the regular season. We've seen that yeah. before him do that. So if he doesn't want to go through a rebuild, rebuild, what decent team out there that isn't in a rebuilding phase is is in the need of a Aaron Rodgers? Like, I don't know. like, like Denver. Denver's a, a dumpster fire. What is it a rebuild there? What's the Steelers looking like, Rowdy? I mean, they're they're not a rebuild rebuild, but they, I guess they have more pieces than Denver. I don't know, Steve. It's I just want to yell at them. I'm going to scream a bunch today. Yeah, I hear you, and I and I'm I'm you know I text you. I, know, I was I was, I was chuckling. 
I said he's going to go and have a nice snuggle now with Joe Rogan. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. They got It's a business, you know, and they got to make a decision here. And I would not, you know. Whereas a year ago, we we're thinking, oh, geez, I hope Aaron comes back. I hope he comes back. I, I think now that sentiment has to change. Not, not that I hope he comes back. He should be. He should be thankful if the Packers want him. <laughs> want him back the King's at his ransom salary. For him somewhere. At his salary. Saying. At his salary. If he's willing to work his salary. Maybe, maybe, but I, I still wouldn't even be real thrilled with that. I think it's time to just move the page and try somebody different. Try God. something different. So, thirty years of two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back, and, and two. The last goals. thing I want to say is, yeah. I people criticize me for saying this. I think he's he's definitely in the top five Packer quarterbacks of all time. You're gonna laugh, Todd. So, he, I think he's third of the Packer quarterbacks. Yeah, Barstar, Brett Favre. What do you got? Yep. Yeah, yep. Because I'll tell you why. Because well, they win. The rules, the rules and everything have changed, right? It's not the same game as when Bar Star played, but one of the commonalities of all the the teams are you play to win championships. Yeah, I mean, listen, Rodgers is great in the regular season, and then in the playoffs, he's now shrunk. So it's uh, listen, ten points ain't going to do crap for you, and that's you know no. that, that falls on Rodgers. And obviously, and, and, there's more blame to go around, but totally, ten points falls on Rodgers and that offense and, and, Mel- and Lafleur. And, yes. And, and and I'm not totally blaming Rogers. Don't get me wrong. I'm just talking about the the reality of the situation today. But look at Giannis in the playoffs last year. He had he took a, over. We thought we thought he was knocked off, knocked out of the playoffs with a knee injury, right? Fifty points, Steve, in the championship game. Did get points. it done? That's what that's what a guy that's considered the best or one of the top two three players. I think we that's, figured it that's out. That's what they do. I think we figured it out, Steve. Giannis needs to be quarterback for the Packers. <laughs> There you go. On that note, <laughs> Steve, have a good one, buddy. All right, all right. Take soon. your blood pressure, med- blood pressure <clears throat> today. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it today, Steve. See you later, buddy. See you guys. See you. <laughs> Rowdy, Giannis Adenakumbo takes over. 50 points in the championship game gets it done. Um, I don't know. I think he's just a basketball guy. Yeah, I think you're right. Did you see him in the, uh, I the him, cage? I saw him swing a bat and throw a baseball. Yeah. It didn't look good in the batting cage. Not great. <sighs> How you doing today, by the way? Oh, I've gotten over it. You're you're over it. I'm over. I'm more upset with the Bills game last night. <laughs> I was already. <laughs> that was a hell of a game, by the way. That game was sick. Yeah, I was already kind of over it. By the Bills both blew the, it hard. The start of that game, I had kind of uh, I sat in a tub, kind of made my own makeshift sauna, and thought about all the different stuff and moved on. It's when I put that poll out on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy kept sending me sh- uh, shirtless selfies of or uh, Snapchats of him. Was that when you're in your makeshift sauna? Yeah. Look, look, look nice. Yeah, we were, um, we had a lot of fun at tailgaters. Obviously the outcome of the game didn't bode well, but, um, I, 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 you, Rowdy, you sat in the tub. I went to the gym and worked out my freaking boozing, but my God, we have so much to talk about. Yeah, I was more, I had already moved on. I was more upset really when just for fun, I put like 20 bucks on a Bill's KC over and the Bills plus two and a half. So that 13 seconds for Patrick Mahomes. The Bills blew it, dude. Ugh. And then I had to see the videos of his brother and, and oh, fiance see, I, afterwards. I didn't see those videos. Oh, I hate them. I hate them. The Bills. At, this is, I'm gonna, there's so many Twitter polls I want to do today. There's going to be a blame game Twitter poll. And there's going to be, how would you rather lose? Like how the Buffalo Bills lost or how the Green Bay Packers lost? Or how Tom Brady and the or Tampa how, Bay Buccaneers yeah. lost. I never knew why the Packers keep hiring from the same crap tree. It was Packers special teams coordinators. This guy right here is a freaking legend. I bet you if he was Packers special teams coordinator, they would have won that game. Our guy, Zach Heilprin. Good morning, Zach. Morning. 
So you're at Lambeau Field. Zach, on Saturday, this was everything I love in football. Um, you know, pregame, right? You got a little snow coming down. You're outside in the elements. Like, you can see the player's breath. It's hard nose, smash mouth football. That was cool. And then at the end of the game, I was pissed because the game sucked complete ass. How was uh, you? How was the, first of all the trek up there, and how's the trek home before we dive in? No problem trekking up there. It was fine. It was great. Like barely any traffic going up. Um, so that that was awesome. On the way back, not so great. Uh, I, did, I actually didn't leave Lambs at like twelve fifteen or twelve thirty, and uh, it still took three and a half hours to get home. Yeah, a lot of so. time to think about what had unfolded, Zach. After the game, what was the? A lot of it was it all Zoom now, or were you guys? Yeah, in- everything. Everything Zoom, no no in person contact, and only like six, only like five people talked, like Lafleur and like four players talked. So it was a little bit different than uh, previous playoff losses at Lambeau. Well, I shouldn't say last year's was kind of the same way, but prior to prior to um, COVID, much different. So you don't really get a feel for exactly how everyone's doing, and you don't get to see the despair in the locker room, and you don't get to see how guys are handling it um, outside of you know across Zoom. Yeah, who was uh, taking it the hardest in the uh, Zoom conferences? Matt Lafleur, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Matt Lafleur. He looked absolutely. Um, I guess he had his heart ripped out, stomped on, put back in, and still hadn't started working again. Like he, <laughs> he was, he was, he was rough, man. It was he was in a rough shape. Um, I don't know. Like everyone, I get pack, like fans are just, you know, really really hurt. But this guy uh, looked like he had lost everything in the world, and um, so I would I would say him. Obviously, Rogers was pretty uh, down as well, but I would have to say LaFleur. Could you imagine where LaFleur was coming from, though? Basically getting bullied by a big brother, uh, Kyle Shanahan, and then losing your best player in Aaron Rodgers, most likely? Yeah, what do you think? Is Rodgers coming back? Um, I think it would, if it was just straight up like his choice, yes. But there's so much more at play here in terms of all these guys around him and how you figure that out in the salary cap and I'm not nearly smart enough to write it all up but looking at some of the people that are uh, it seems very very difficult to see it but again um, things can be can be worked around but if it was simply his decision I think he would be back I think he has enjoyed this year I think he does have a better relationship with Brian Gutekunds I think he has had a bigger impact or a bigger say in decision making and I think that's kind of what he was looking for and so I think all that stuff worked Um, now, Rodgers, when he said, Zach, when he said that, I quote, I don't want to be a part of a rebuild if I'm going to keep playing, what did you think when well, he that, said that? Well, that's what he means. But he doesn't, like, all, like, if it was just his decision in terms of whether he could come back, okay, but it's not because you have all these other guys that are up for contracts or that need to be cut to make room to get under the salary cap. Like, those are, those are real things. I know a lot of people think the salary cap doesn't exist, but, like, those what are real this? things that you, that you need to, to worry about. Like, you can't just say... Uh, yes, give me Devontae Adams, give me Jair Alexander, give me Zedarius Smith, give me all these guys, and that's just not how it works. And so they have to, um, like if it was, again, if it was just his decision to come back or not, he would be back. But it's not because all these other guys are decisions that they have to make. And um, so he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild, and I completely understand that. If you think back, though, like to Favre, they were 12-4 and four in 2004, Four and twelve in two thousand five, eight and eight, and then back at the NFC Championship game, and that was a rebuild because you had to get rid of all the the bloated salary cap uh, salaries from Mike Sherman's era. So like, it's not that this thing can't turn around quickly. I just and and you know how much longer does Aaron Rodgers want to play? I, I think it's just one down year 
you know, make it difficult for him to stick around? I don't know. But um, so I, me- again, again, just if it was his decision, he'd be back. So Zach Halpern, sports director, joining us right now. In attendance, watching it all unfold at Lambeau Field. Uh, Zach, I have a Twitter pullout. You retweeted it. You don't have to answer it, but I'm going to ask you. If you were to assign the, mo- the majority of blame on why the Packers have lost, I have the option of Mo Drayton slash special teams, Aaron Rodgers, and then the head coach, Matt LaFleur. What would Zach Halpern say? It, I mean, just straight up, if they don't have a blocked punt, they likely win that game. Or a blocked field goal. It's tied then. Yes, right? Like, it. I think we can all agree on that, right? Like, if, yes. the, the way the defense was playing, for the most part, it didn't seem like they were going to give up a touchdown. So, just flat out, yes. I mean, if they don't have a blocked punt, they win. So, you would think special teams. But you also scored 10 freaking points. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's the second fewest in a home game, a playoff home game ever. And the, the previous one was back in uh, against Atlanta in 2003 when Michael Vick ran all over them. Like, those, that was a really, really poor performance from the offense. They've come up short in the last two postseasons. The defense gave Rodgers a bunch of chances in the NFC Championship game uh, to get the, the tying score and couldn't do it. And then it was just a really, really rough effort from the offense overall. Just And not just Rodgers, but everyone involved in, in what happened. You can't score 10 points. Like you have to do better than that. And they didn't. Um, it was, it was pathetic all around, but I would probably, I mean, it's, it's special teams and it's, or uh, the offense. So LaFleur runs the offense and had he say over the, uh, the special teams and who he hired as his special teams coach. So maybe at the end of the day, it comes back to him. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, God. Uh, Zach, before I let you go, it was a tough weekend for Wisconsin sports in general, because it started off with Friday night. Uh, you were at the Kohl center. Is Tyler, I mean, Tyler Wall obviously was a huge factor of missing, you know, because he's injured, yeah. didn't play against Michigan State. Uh, what's your takeaway from the game against uh, Sparty there at the Kohl Center, Wisconsin Falls? So we had a, a question on the swing, our Wisconsin basketball podcast. It's one of the greatest who, things I've ever heard. Who is the second most, this was before the game, who is the second most important player behind Johnny Davis? And I said in the moment, Brad Davison, and I was wrong. Uh, Tyler Wall because of what he can give them inside as a, as a low post score, and then also defensively as good as he is, he's clearly, uh, I think, their second most important player because they just don't have anybody that can, that can fill in for him. Uh, Carter Gilmore, probably not the answer. <laughs> ben Carlson gave him a little bit in the second half, but Tyler Wall is just um, he, he's a, the third member, the th- third key player, but he's now second in my mind. That's, that's what I take away from that game. And um, Obviously, Wisconsin didn't play good defense overall, and Johnny Davis kind of was uh, not in his bag, I guess you would say, in, yeah. uh, in the first half going 3-13. But when it comes down to it, they need Tyler Wall. Like They, they are a starter-heavy dependent uh, – or they're a starter-dependent sure. team, and uh, they miss Tyler. And Zach, I, I've been missing you, Zach. Hope to see your, yeah. your beautiful face here coming up. But, Zach, uh, before I let you go, and thank you so much for joining us, we always appreciate it, especially in the 7 o'clock hour. Get, your, get you out of bed. I tell Daner, I said, hey, Daner. But Zach. Daner. Um, we just looked at me. Just looked at Daner, me. Daner, take off your reporter cap and put your fan cap on. Which is a worse loss? How the Buccaneers lost to the Rams? How the Buffalo Bills lost <laughs> <laughs> lost to the Chiefs? Or how the Packers lost to the Niners? Oh, it's not even close. It's got to be the Bills, right? Um, thirteen. You score a touchdown with 13 seconds left, and you don't win the game. The Bills blew it, dude. Yes, that was a Packers-esque loss. Like that was a <laughs> that 
that's on par with the NFC Championship game in 2014. Um, you know, just don't let them get into field goal range. Like that, it, it, it's Pre- impossible. Prevent I, I, defense prevents you from winning. That has to hurt. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Like that prevent defense prevented them from winning, and the Bucks went all, cover zero, and it prevented them from winning. So, like, there has point. to be there's, – there's obviously a happy medium there somewhere, but, yeah, with uh, scoring a touchdown with 13 seconds left, you got to win that game. Yeah. You have to win that well, game. I, don't know how I mean, there's going. so many different things. It's like, why didn't you just, like, kick it to the five-yard line? Almost like a, a pooch kick. Yeah. yeah. Why or didn't – why didn't after yeah. the first time? Uh, well, I think I, I think they didn't want to give the ball to. Uh, was Tyree Kill back there? I'm pretty sure maybe, or I don't know who was back returning kicks. Well, Tyreek was earlier to to give him a little boost, something the Packers would never do, put a, a skill player. Back well, there. even after the first completion, I'm where Rogers, you know, they picked up a chunk yard. Why didn't yep. they just literally everyone just go tackle the receiver and take a 15 yard penalty just to kill time? Because mm. a 15 yard penalty would have probably put him closer in there. They would have put them about uh, to midfield. Yeah, and they would have. They probably wouldn't have run too much time off the clock there, because uh, they called timeout right away. But anyway, it's, it's an extremely tough way to lose. It um, is. No matter what, all all four games this weekend, very very tough ways to lose. But it's been great football uh, to watch, you know. Yeah, but I, but but I think it's it's got to be the Bills. Zach, you the man, and uh, Wisconsin basketball was going to play Tuesday. A little COVID outbreak for the Cornhuskers. Yes, and now it's Thursday. Yep, Thursday. Give Tyler Wall's ankle a little time more to heal before they go out there. Yeah, what's the uh, real quick before they should go? Is he going to be okay? Like, have you heard anything? I have not heard, but I, I think. I mean, he wasn't. He had a boot on Friday night. Uh, they always boot him up, though. So. They do. Everyone they do. wears a boot there. Could be very minor, but uh, the fact that he missed the game obviously. Wasn't concern, Chucky Hepburn wearing a, a boot earlier this year? And Johnny he Davis. Was. Uh, I don't know about Johnny Davis, but certainly Chucky Hepburn was. Zach, you're the man. New boot for you. He just boots to asses for you, buddy. You know what I'm saying? For sure. All right. <laughs> See you, buddy. See you, Zach. <laughs> there he is, our sports director, Zach Halperin. As uh, The Rock once said, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, team boot to asses. Our guy, Zach Halperin. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Packers. I, I catch myself almost swearing. F-bombs, S-bombs. I just got to bite the tongue. All right, let's uh, let's do this. This guy texted me last night. And I was like, yes, well done. I need to talk to you about this. And I want your hot takes. What is and what should never be? What is the Packers? What should never be is them losing to the effing 49ers by a score of 13 to 10. Good morning, Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. Robbie, what the, what the, <clears throat> what did I witness on Saturday, Rob? What the hell was that? Well, I'll, I'll admit, Evo, I'm a little bit surprised, but the way they went out was no surprise whatsoever. I'm sure if you go back, and I just mentioned this to Nelly, if he digs up a tape um, or whatever technical equipment you guys use these days, um, the old sound bites where, where you and I had a discussion in the last month of how and why this team will go down in the playoffs. I think I literally said to you, Evo, um, we're not quite sure who the opponent is. We're not quite sure who 
on special teams will be quote unquote the guy, but special teams will cost them in the playoffs. And as we talked about all last week, a couple of times when I was on your show, Evo, Aaron Rodgers and his legacy were going to be defined again by this postseason because for the past decade, he had been absolutely, you know, borderline terrible in the overwhelming majority of his playoff games. And he was again Saturday night. So, while, I mean, while I am surprised, Evo, that we're sitting here on a Monday morning talking about them being out, the way they went out is no surprise at all. Special teams were obviously uh, beyond dreadful again on on Saturday night, and Aaron Rodgers had another playoff clunker, which, you know, those two items, Evo, should really be no surprise to anybody who has the radio on right now. This, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been a remarkable regular season quarterback, uh, for what 12, 13 years now, Evo, and in the playoffs, it's it's really one clunker after another. And I, I know Packer Nation hates to hear that. They call me a hater. They think you know whatever. I'm I'm you know. A Robbie, devil you're a lover. You're a lover. You're a lover, Robbie. You're a lover. I I like to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, at the end of the day, Evo, if if people are honest with themselves and objective and really go back and, and break down why this team has been eliminated the overwhelming you know, majority of time in the Rodgers era. The consistent theme here is Rodgers. And again, there's always a second okay, element. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I have just, a, just to be yeah. a devil's advocate here, Rob? Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to be MVP coming up here. He's the reason why they're the one seed. And, you know, apart you know the defense as well, that they're a one seed and they had the playoffs running through Lambeau. And I know it was an abysmal game for Aaron Rodgers. Like, I know that. But we've known the entire year how putrid the special teams are. We've said it week after week that they're going to cost us in a big game. The special teams, if they don't, you know, A, miss that field goal, and B, don't get that uh, punt blocked, and then the touchdown that happened because of it, and then the cherry on the crap Sunday to see them have 10 men on the field for the Robbie Gold, you know, time-expiring field goal was just, to me, uh, despite how bad the offense was, if the Packers would have done something, to correct the special teams, we're possibly talking about a win for the Packers, despite Rodgers oh. playing terrible. Oh, not not possibly, Evo. They, they win that football game. Well, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, San Francisco was not going to score an offensive touchdown. It's, it's, as much as I'll hammer Rodgers for how he played in that game, and he deserves every bit of it, Evo. His, his accuracy was, wasn't good. Yeah, he, he played terrible. Bad decisions. You know, he, people kept saying to me, you know, were, were, were guys open? Um, you know, he seemed to put all his attention on Adams, who was double teamed so often in that game. And, and you know, there were guys open all over the place. So Rogers obviously deserves, you know, a, a, a ton of a ton of blame for for passing on some of those guys that that were open because they were shorter checkdown type throws. Evo, you know, but but back to special teams for a second. I mean that that literally was 13 points in in the football game. Evo it was obviously the seven on the on the blocked punt for a score. It's uh, the three right before half on the on the Crosby field goal, and then three to open the second half because Debo Samuel returns the the second half kickoff to the fifty yard line, and they only have to get two first downs right before they're in they're in field goal range. And and, and you know you you hit a great one there with the with the ten men on the field that I think a lot of a lot of people will overlook and say, well, even with eleven, could they block it? Evo, the answer there was yes. I mean, and again, the the percentages aren't great that that you're ever going to block a field goal. The Niners did it earlier. Especially Green Bay special team you know? units, right? Well, but here, here's the thing, Evo. That's a 45 year, 45 yard field goal in in frigid conditions, and 
That means, I mean, gold probably had a max there, Evo, of about 50, and that might have even even been a push. I mean, he's, he's a 17-year kicker himself, I think. He's, he's much like, you know, in, in that same age bracket as Crosby. Uh, the, the leg isn't quite what it was four or five years ago. So Evo, in those conditions, when, when he's kicking a bowling ball, not a football, <laughs> it's got it's got to go low. He can't put it up there in the sky like a nine iron and uh, and think he's going to get you know the forty five yard distance on. He's got to go low. So with that eleventh guy on the field, Evo again, the odds aren't terrific by any stretch of the imagination, but you give yourself a chance. I mean, it, it's it's absolutely mind blowing and mind numbing. And Matt Lafleur seems surprised when he was told at, at his post game press conference that there were ten guys on the on the field for, for that play, Evo. But but you think about it, Evo. The Forty ers picked up a first down with about a minute and a half to go there. Um, so Mo Drayton and his people, and, and at that point in time, you knew they were going, they were setting up for the field goal. Timeouts were done and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then the 49ers took the one timeout, Evo, before the field goal attempt. So what I'm, what I'm saying there is Mo Drayton had about three, three and a half, four minutes of, of real life time to know he's got to get his his uh, field goal block group on the field uh, for that last play, and even with all that time, Evo, he couldn't he couldn't count to eleven. Oh, I mean, just, come on, just, just right? Uh, I mean, it's 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 it, again, it's it's mind blowing, it's mind numbing that that you know they can't that, do this. That all that kind of stuff happens, Evo. Like like you said, all they needed to do in that game is get a draw. Or, or just not get their brains beat in on special teams, right? All they had to do at the end of that game um, is even take a one-step punt and and have Bojo kick it out to midfield. Uh, Jimmy G wasn't Jimmy G wasn't going to lead a drive against that defense on Saturday night that was going to wind up at the end zone. So yes, as bad as Rodgers was, as bad as the offense was. If special teams were even a D Evo instead of an you know an F minus minus minus, <laughs> we're, we're talking about Packers hosting the Rams. Oh right my now. God, I'm I'm like I'm sick. Like Rowdy uh, walked in today, he's got a Packers hat on, he's got a Packers T-shirt on when they won the Super Bowl 2010 2011. I had a Packers hoodie in my hand this morning, Rob, before I left the house. I almost got like physically ill, like looking at it. I had to throw it on the floor and put on an Adidas hoodie. I couldn't even I couldn't even stomach the fact of putting it on. I'm disgusted today. Rowdy's at peace. You know, you know, Evo when when. You're in the postseason this many times in a row, like they are. The the the, the, the defeats are going to be brutal, right? They're going to be miserable. Think of Buffalo this morning, right now, right? Oh yeah. I mean, the the only thing I'll say though, and you know, watching that Chiefs Bills game, for example, last night, I, I do think this was an outstanding Green Bay football team. I I think they I I don't think they could have matched up in a Super Bowl, for example, against one of those two teams. I don't think you know, and and maybe I'm wrong here, but but I I, I don't know that they were going to get you know through the the NFC title game. We'll obviously never find out because you know San Francisco took care of them the other night. Um, but I I just I I think the holes on special teams, and again. I just I don't like Rodgers in a in a gunslinging type game against the Mahomes or an Allen whatsoever. It just hasn't been who he's been uh, for the past decade, Evo. That this team was never destined for the ultimate greatness, but obviously you would have liked the chance to find out. All right, Rob. So here's the big question: There's a crossroads right now with the Green Bay Packers. I have ever known in my entire life when I became cognizant of the Packers was Brett Favre and then Aaron Rodgers. I don't know life outside of that when it comes to being a Packers fan. The crossroads we're at right now, Robbie, 
is this team has the potential to look mm, completely different next year and not in a good way. What what is what in your humble opinion at Forbes.com, Conley Media, is Rodgers going to be a Packer? Is Devontae Adams going to be a Packer? Is the, I mean, there's so many other players with contracts coming up. They're in per, the cap hell. Like, what happens with the state of the Packers moving forward? Well, they, they really have two options, Evo, um, and, and neither one I don't think the fan base is going to like, right? If, if Rodgers comes back, you know, we're, we're talking about a team that they give or take is $40 million over the cap. Rodgers counts 46 right now. He, he's never been a guy to take a big pay hit, to redo his contract for the, for the better of the team. He says he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Let's just say in theory, Evo, he comes back, and I think the chances of that are 10% or less. Okay, but if he does somehow come back, we're talking about then an organization that's got to get rid of four, five, six starters. You know, some of your better players uh, where all through March and April, the fan base is going to go bongos. Actually, February and March, it would largely be as they cut a Darius Smith, as they cut an Adrian Amos, as they cut a Billy Turner, as they cut an Aaron Jones. Um, people like that. Those are the guys that will be sacrificed, Evo, if Aaron Jones, I'm sorry, if Aaron Rodgers winds up coming back, I still say the greater, you know, chance by, you know, 10 to one, even evil. I, I think the odds and Aaron Rodgers to me on Saturday night sounded like a guy who was done. Like he was on a, a guy on his way out of green Bay. Um, if that does wind up happening, Evo, and, and I expect it does, you'll, you'll have a, you know, you'll have a couple years of, of a potential rebuild here. The team won't look as dramatically different next year, Evo, um, you know, at, at the majority of the 22 spots, if if Rodgers leaves, the place that'll look different is obviously quarterback. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll be able they'll be able to keep the majority of those players I just kind of mentioned that otherwise would get cut. My guess is they would move on from Devontae Adams, who's going to want out of town and to play probably either with Rodgers or, or with a or with a different quarterback. And Evo, when you add it all up. And, and, and this is assuming Rodgers doesn't retire, and I don't think he's going to retire. When you add it all up, you're talking about a team between Rodgers and Adams that can probably get four first-round draft picks, maybe a couple seconds, a third in there, whatever it turns out to be evil. We're probably talking six, seven picks in the top three rounds. Maybe a player comes back instead of one of those picks. You know, maybe it's uh, – you know, maybe it's a car from the Raiders, for example, who could be a, a terrific bridge quarterback. Um, as, as you look for your, you know, I, 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 in fact, I think Carr is a borderline franchise quarterback right now. Um, somebody like that could come back in a trade. You could get back somebody like a Tua, I guess, from Miami and ask him to compete with Jordan Love and, and see who winds up winning winning that job. Or they just give it to Love and, and they move forward and Gutekun sees you know, what he has with, with, with the kid he drafted a couple of years back, Evo. So uh, no matter what, Evo, it's going to look a lot different next year. Um, they will be extremely hard-pressed to match the success, at least in the regular season, that they've had here, you know, the, the last few years under Matt LaFleur. But even my feeling is that if you're ever going to cut the cord with Rodgers, if, if you're ever going to move on from him, and, and, and I'll be honest, I think he wants to cut the cord every bit as much as maybe some people in the organization do. Now is the time to do it. After a playoff loss like that, um, I, I talked to a lot of people, you know, late Saturday, Sunday, through the day, there's, you know, there, there, there's just a, a, a feeling, I think, inside – Packer Nation that 
they may never get it done again with this particular quarterback. And mm-hmm. and if that's the case, Ebo, and, and if they feel that internally, um, and I'm sure there is, or they would have never taken Jordan Love in the, in the first place, um, now it's a really good time to move on from Rodgers. 39, Robbie. That is how many wins the Packers have had in the last three seasons. They've yeah. become the first team in NFL history to win that many games without a <laughs> Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, I mean, Matt LaFleur right now is Marty Schottenheimer, isn't he? Um, that's, that, that's, you know, if, if I'm writing a book right now on Matt LaFleur, it's what a remarkable regular season coach he is and how he can't get it done in the playoffs. You know, if, if, if you're writing the last, you know, 10 years of Aaron Rodgers' career, man, Evo, you, you, just, just think what his legacy would be like if he hadn't gotten hot in the 2010 playoffs and, and had – world beating kind of games against the Falcons and, and, and then against Pittsburgh in the, in the 45th Super Bowl. Because if you go, if you go through Evo and break his playoff performances down game by game by game, he's 11 and 10 right now, all time in the playoffs. He's seven and nine uh, since that uh, Super Bowl win 11 years ago. He's on for a lifetime against the 49ers, right? The team he was going to come back and stick it up their tails because they, you know, they, they were the group that, you know, passed on him first in the, in the 2005 draft. So, um, Evo, it's, it's, I know it's, it's a painful decade and, and, and 11 year stretch here now for, for Packer nation. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, there's, there's not <laughs> it's a just lot of something, is it? People insane. off the bridge, is there? There's a lot of people going to see so their, the, the Rogers air is over then, right Robbie. Now. Rogers air is over. It, it, yeah, if I'd have to bet a mortgage payment, absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, Evo, I, I really think it comes down to it, it's as simple as this. I, you know, I think there was a gentleman's agreement, a handshake, a wink, wink, uh, you know, uh, back in July, if, if Rogers would come back. Um, and, and this was clearly evident in the, in the fact they, you know, took off the final, avoided the final year of his contract to make it easy for everybody to move on here after, after this season, um, and give Rogers a little back, a little bit back of the power and control in the, in this relationship. But I just, I think between Rogers people and Gutekunst, it, it, it was just largely agreed. All right, come back, give it a go. Gutekunst already had everybody back under contract. Anybody that wants to tell you right now, Evo, that Brian Gutekunst didn't do enough is is absolutely nuts because he brought back every key member of that 2020 football team that you know fell five points short to Tampa Bay in the NFC title game, and he added a lot of pieces mm-hmm. through the season as well to get get this team over the hump, and and they just couldn't do it. And and Evo, I, I think they've gone maybe as far as they can with this group and it's it's just time maybe then to blow it up and and to start over with a new guy so rob oh my god this is this is a tough day for me rob before i let you go worst way to lose over the weekend how the bills lost to the chiefs how the packers lost to the niners how the how the titans lost to the Bengals, or how the buccaneers lost to um the rams Boy, Evo, I'm going to say the Bills just, I mean, you're 13 seconds away, and they've got to go, what, 40 yards and change to even have a chance of the field goal right from the 25 to to the, let, let, let's call it, the Bills 35 means a 52-yard field goal. So they had to get 40 plays in essence, or 40 yards in 12 seconds. I, I, I've never seen anything like that. And again, as I was watching that game last night, Evo, I just, I thought to myself, you know, as as gifted as Aaron Rodgers is, he's one of the all-time great throwers of the football we have we have ever seen. 
he does not have the cojones in those moments and in those situations like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen did last night, Evo. We, we watched, we watched, I think maybe, you know, I, I, you know, no one loves Tom Brady as much as me. Um, and, and I have more respect for that guy than anyone who's ever put on a, a, a jersey in any team sport, Evo. But I, I think last night in that, in that Buffalo Kansas City game, we watched the best two quarterbacks in the league. It was right awesome. Now. It was fun. And, it was un- it was just unbelievable. I mean, Mahomes had 188 or 80, 188 passing yards, Evo, from the two minute warning down. I mean, <laughs> the rest of that game, it's just it, it was ludicrous what we witnessed. So you know, I, I I can't even imagine the city of Buffalo this morning right now, Evo. Four Super Bowl losses and and then that last night, <laughs> I mean, Packer to Packer Nation has it rough, Evo. Um, Bills Nation has it really really bad right now at what eight? Yeah, they blew they blew it hard. Prevent defense, Robbie. Prevent defense prevents you from winning. Never seen anything like that, Evo. It was was absolutely stunning. Yeah. Rob, uh, stunning interview today, and we'll do it again on Thursday, my friend. I can't wait for Thursday at 820. All right. Hopefully there there could be some decent news we're talking about come Thursday. No doubt about it, Robbie. All right, buddy. You're the man, Rob. Hang in there. (laughs) Thanks. Rob Reichel, Forbes.com. Conley Media. Uh, Rob Reichel on Twitter. Mo Drayton. And the Packers special teams. The fact that Matt LaFleur didn't come to the first thing, come to the podium, and the first thing out of his mouth wasn't two words, you're fired, is disgusting. This should have been Matt LaFleur. You're fired. 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 Just to really drive the point home. You're fired. You're fired. And Mo will be like, yeah, I know. I get it, dude. I'm fired. You're fired. Look, no, Matt LaFleur. No, not done yet. Step back down. You're fired. Well, I you're think fired. if you're going to be you're straight fired. up with this, you're fired. You're why fired. was he ever hired? You're fired. Yeah. Why Why did, why did he ever say, you're hired? Remember? You're fired. The easiest solution. You're fired. Yeah, remember how we were all you're bitching fired. about Sean Meninga the last couple of years? I miss him. Guess Guess who was under Sean Meninga? Mo Drayton. Mo Drayton. You're fired. I miss Ron Zook. You're fired. You're fired. Well, guess who was under Ron Zook? Sean Meninga. <laughs> it's a freaking You're line of in, in-house hires, and they all stink. But guess You're what? Fired. It makes sense because the guy that came before them also You're stunk. Fired. You're fired. Why would you You're think fired. that all of a sudden you're, you're going to find some you gem of a coach that could all of a sudden coach special teams when he had been with a bunch of you're idiots? Fired. You're fired. You're fired. That's a great point, Rowdy. And we're going to talk about the Packers special teams. But Mo Drayton, I know everyone listens to the show. Mo Drayton, good morning. I have two words for you. You're fired. 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 Like imagine if you had like a sales manager. You're fired. You're fired. And they were god awful. And then the person that was like the their right hand man is the person you hire, and you think they're gonna do great. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Again, Mo Drayton, just to drive the point home. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Go. That's a good one. You're fired. Go. By the way, this video is not. It still goes for another minute and 15 seconds. How many? How many people had a lot of legs in it? How many times did someone get fired in The Apprentice? My God, this minute goes three minutes and three seconds long. You're fired. Seasons did it go? You're fired. It's every you're fired ever in The Apprentice. The Apprentice. You're fired. How long? You're fired. You're fired. Three minutes and three seconds. You're fired. Long enough. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. I want Mo Drayton to sit in a room and this plays on loop. You're fired. For as long as the Packer game was. 
You fired. Why would you want him to stay? You fired. But I think I'd have him escorted out of the You're building. Fired. You're fired. He's got You're a fired. box with his stuff. You're fired. He's done. You're fired. You're fired. I just wanted him to listen to this. You're fired. Just to drive the point home. You're fired. 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 Just, just to drive it home. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Thank you. Fired. You're fired. Now get out of here. You're fired. RJ, you're a coach. Sure. If you had a problem happening all year, all year, and you knew it was a problem, and every time that that problem was out there, it caused obviously a problem. Hence why it's a problem. You're a coach. Wouldn't wouldn't eventually you go and say, you know what, we should fix it and address this problem? Wouldn't you say that? Yeah. The Packers Uh, did it! No. And And they're professionals. Not to say you're not. That's why you can't, I mean, you're over it. Uh, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons I'm over it. You knew you had a I'm problem, not. and you didn't fix it. So what did you expect to happen? RJ, it I think gonna... technically you're a professional because they pay you to do it. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, RJ. You are a professional. That is true. So, RJ, um, <laughs> again, here's what, here's what you should do in Mo Drayton. You're fired. 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 Hey, Mo you're Drayton. Fired. You're fired. Are you you're listening? Fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Video's almost done. You're fired. It's almost done. You're fired. You're fired. But it it still does not drive the point home enough. You're fired. 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 Take notes. You're fired. 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 There it is. That's over. That was three minutes and three seconds of you're fired. And I don't think it was enough for Mo Drayton. Matt LaFleur, unbelievable. I was reading this article from Rob Domofsky, and they were talking about the Packers special. Rowdy, you just went through it, right? Who was Mo Drayton under? Sean Manenga. Who was Sean Manenga under? Ron Zook. Who was Ron Zook under? Whoever the bum was before him. And I quote. I don't think, I think the line stops at Ron Zook. But, I mean, the, the terribleness didn't. The fact that they keep promoting from within, from just an abysmal, terrible unit, and think that someone involved in that terrible, abysmal unit is going to somehow change it around is mind-boggling. So in this report from Rob Domofsky, they were talking to NFL agents, he who shall remain nameless, put your name on it, coward, but they were talking about, it's not scheme and coaching, then why are the Packers so repeatedly substandard on special teams? Well, here's what a longtime NFL agent had to say on several players, including many who had played on special teams with the Packers. Quote, Ted Thompson never prioritized special teams, and neither does Brian Gutekunst. Well, we're talking about trees, right? Well, this Packers special teams tree always comes from the same crap tree. Ted Thompson, where does Brian Gutekunst come from, Rowdy? Ted Thompson tree. The Ted Thompson tree. And the University of Wisconsin lacrosse. Which is Harvard or the Midwest. Is that in question again? No. Okay. Where's Mo Drayton? Where'd he go to school? Hopefully, God, it wasn't <laughs> Actually, lacrosse. now, rumor is UWL has tougher standards in Harvard. Oh, is that the rumor? <laughs> uh, Mo Drayton, I'm going to see where he went to uh, to college. You better cross your fingers and your toes. It ain't UW lacrosse, Rowdy. It's probably Whitewater. Oh, the Citadel. Probably Whitewater. <laughs> well, they won, for, they won championships. It was the Citadel, Rowdy. That was where Mo Drayton went. Hey, I went to, I've, I've seen the Citadel play in action. They played at uh, Camp Randall. Where the hell are they at? That was a while, a while ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, a long while ago. Maybe Mo Drayton was on that team. Well, that's probably why his special teams isn't very good. If yeah. I remember correctly, when I was a child, they smoked the Citadel. 
Yeah, and they probably had some bunch of special teams blunders. So <laughs> Ted Thompson never prioritized special teams. Neither does Brian Gutekunst, said a longtime NFL agent who had several players, including many who played on special teams with the Packers. Uh, that's in reference to the past two Packers general managers, the late Ted Thompson and current uh, GM Brian Gutekunst. Especially surprising with Thompson, who made a decade-long NFL career out of being a special teamer, but perhaps it's not as surprising that Gutekunst has a similar approach, blah, 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 blah. They just talk about how they don't really uh, care too much about special teams, and by God, it definitely comes into play. Because look at the pack. Now, here's the thing, boys. A lot of people want to come after Aaron Rodgers. And rightfully so. The offense, it was 10 points. 10 points isn't going to win you uh, many, if not any, football games, including the one that happened at Lambeau Field Saturday night. But if it wasn't for the Packers special teams, which we knew was a piece of mm, a pile of mm, for the whole season, the Packers win that game. The block punt, the stupid field goal. Okay, boys, RJ, I went with blame. We both went Modrate in the special teams in our Packers Twitter poll at Zone Madison. Who does RJ put the the blame on, the shoulder of the most blame for this loss? I mean, it's got to be special teams, really. I mean, you have a blocked field goal, a blocked punt for a touchdown, uh, Horquez with some 30-yard punts. Uh, I, I mean, it's not... Yeah, the majority of the blame goes on special teams, but then you can't only put up 10 points. Agreed. I mean, there's there's more than just looking at a special team saying you're to blame. There's a lot of people. Aaron Rodgers' shoulders blame. Matt LaFleur's shoulders blame. The Packers' defense was incredible. But Mo Drayton, the special team's shoulder the most. Well, I have I have so many questions outside of special teams. I, yes, the special teams gave up a block punt. Yes, the special teams... Gave up a blocked field goal. Yes, the special teams only had 10 guys on the field for the game-winning field goal. But some of the other things that I I just sit there and it's like they were also just crushing plays. The Packers, when they went out there, they scored that first touchdown. Not too long later, still in the first, first quarter, I believe it was the first quarter, Mercedes Lewis fumbled the football when they were driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without that fumble, you got to imagine they have at least a minimum of a field goal attempt because yeah. they were around the 30 yard line. If I remember correctly, that's huge that that lost momentum right there. But some of the other big ones that I can remember where it was like, how did they not make that play is the end of the first half where Aaron Rodgers hits uh, Aaron Jones, like on that wheel route. Why in the hell did Aaron Jones just not take off? Yeah, he started. Why did yeah, what he, is he doing? Why didn't he just fly straight ahead? Because him and the safety were roughly at the same yard line, but the safety still had to cut over. If he would have just put his head down and ran dead straight, I don't know if he gets caught. And if he does get caught, he's closer to the end zone than the 20 yard line. Yeah. Why did he run into the safety? Uh, he he like ran into the safety and he didn't he didn't like, what even are you really doing? make a move he like it was like he half tried to make a move that was a big one and then the other one that comes to mind that was a big play Eric Stokes the rookie corner he made a great read on the ball from Jimmy Garoppolo but he played oh, the missed. man yeah. he played he hit the man instead of going to catch the ball if just he catches the ball. That's four three speed going the other way no one's catching him listen mm-hmm. if the if the Packers make the field goal. The game's still tied. Instead, you get a blocked field goal, right? If the Packers don't get a blocked punt, and then as the ball's in the air, they all stand there looking like, oh, dude, what do I do now? Oh, I just stand here, right? And let the Niners score. 
Then we're not talking about the Niners. I know the Packers scored 10 points, but the Packers special teams crap the bed. Well, that's why I look at all these plays and the Packers still had an opportunity to win that game. That's why, yes, Aaron Rodgers didn't play his greatest game. Yeah, he missed some open receivers. I mean, he outperformed Jimmy Garoppolo. But why did Aaron Jones not just run? Why why didn't Eric Stokes catch the football instead of playing the man? Uh, why was special teams so bad and cost him so many things? I think because there was... Why did Matt LaFleur get absolutely dominated by Kyle Shanahan once again? All these different things is kind of like... I sit there, I think about it, and I go, well, there was so much crap that went wrong that if just one of those things was different, they could have won. Here's that it's like they just as a team combined just played like trash. Here's here's the part that just puts and the it's cherry not like on San the Sunday. Francisco played well. No, here's the cherry on the Sunday for me of this uh, of the crap Sunday. And I'm gonna get to the phone calls. I see it blowing up. One second. This is this is the cherry on the BS Sunday. The fact that Matt Lafleur didn't come to the podium and say two words about Mo Drayton. He's fired. The last play of the game, just insult the injury. I didn't even realize that it happened until afterwards. I look at Twitter because I was so mad. And then when I saw it on Twitter, I was blowing my, I wanted to blow my brains out. The Packers had 10 guys on the field for the game-winning field goal for Robbie Gold. That right there is like, it was Mo Drayton trolling us? Was he saying, ha-ha, I have he who laughs last laughs best. I know I'm fired. I'm going to troll you with 10 guys on the field? You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Let's go to the phones. Uh, line one, who's this? Hey, it's Bulldog. Bulldog? Sorry about my voice. My ball's been stuck in a vice grip since Saturday night. <laughs> Fuller, make me laugh. Otherwise, I'm going to lose it today. And you just did. Well done. You boys, what the actual heck happened? A, a complete and utter pre- nonsense, Bulldog. I was not prepared for that. I really was not. I uh, I really did think that they would win this game and there was a chance that they could lose in the playoffs, but not because their defense play gave up. Realistically, they gave up what? Three points. You could make six, but yeah, a three, six, something like that. It, I would have thought Fuller, we've been thinking of this for lost. 20 years. We wanted this for 20 years, a defensive performance in the playoffs like this. If they would have lost, if they'd have lost 27 to 23 and gave up, 250 yards on the ground, you you go, man, that sucks, but I guess you could have seen it coming. But the fact that they literally did nothing offensively is just mind-boggling to me. Well, despite doing nothing offensively, they still would have won the game if the special teams didn't suck complete ass. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean. Fuller, help, was, help me. There is no help. You're, we're... <laughs> <laughs> until they're until they're willing to go hire somebody who actually knows what they're doing, it pretty much doesn't matter. So you need to throw your resume in, full dog. I'm pretty sure my six month old daughter could throw a resume in and probably do better. <laughs> yeah, get her working. It's just about time. Yeah, no kidding. How you how you feeling after it all though? How you feeling? Well, other than other than my balls being stuck in a vice i don't know it's uh not good boys I've, I've been better that's for sure so full dog i just i'm gonna toss this other person whole quick so full dog rowdy's at peace with it it seems like rj's at peace i'm like pissed out of my mind how are, are you at peace or are you pissed um no i'm pretty pissed i got a funny story though yeah I'm so listening. we were we were down in dubuque actually and uh i uh of course had quite a few um wagers on the game 
And uh, let's just say, obviously, they all lost, um, except for one. I had I had uh, AJ Dillon anytime touchdown, mm. but I had like twenty bucks on it, so it wasn't really anything special. Sure. So after the game, I'm you know obviously very disappointed, and I go go to cash that ticket out, and the lady at the counter goes, "Oh, nice job, congratulations." And I looked at her. I go, "Ah, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> at least you got money, I guess. No, I didn't. Mm. She, little did little did she know. I just lost <laughs> half my mortgage for, the, for this month. Uh oh, your six month old daughter's not going to like that. Ah, she'll live. <laughs> Fuller, you're the man, brother. We have so many phone calls. Um, um, feel better today, okay? Just just try to just scream in in, in an excavator or something. I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's been nice. Uh, I had, I've had. Four hours to think about it. I already plowing snow this morning, so. Well, I don't think it's going to get any better, buddy. No. All right, yeah, go All get right, the, go make that white gold, baby. See ya. It's later. See ya. It was a balmy. Woo, what was it like? Uh, game time for the Packers, like seven degrees. This morning we got another like three inches of snow. It's thirteen degrees. We now go to sunny West Palm Beach, Florida. Our guy Craig. What's up, Craig? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I'm pissed off today, Craig. Not because of the what? snow or the cold, because of the Packers. That is exactly what I was going to say on my first statement. I am pissed right now. You know, I'm realizing for the first time in the last 30 years how easy it was to be a Packers fan back when we sucked. Uh, I'm an old guy. I'm 59. Uh, we're putting up with, you know, the play of uh, the Lynn Dickey era, the David Whitehurst era. There was not this emotional roller coaster of this is our year, only to have our hearts broken by the most ridiculous circumstances and ways of losing ball games. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I can't take it yeah. anymore. And then can we find any more ways to lose games than we have over the last 30 years of uh, heartbreak and uh, NFC championship games and playoffs. And I'm looking back at the days where we just suck and we go four and 12. And at least there wasn't this emotion of roller coaster. You go into the season. Hey, I want to watch the Packers play. We suck, but there wasn't this heartbreak year after year. And even on kind of the point right now, it's like, what do we look forward to next year? What do we strive for? Okay, let's get the best record in the NFC. No, that didn't work. And let's get home field advantage. That didn't work. Let's have Aaron Rodgers. You know, nothing is working right now. And it's like, what do we have to look forward to next year that we haven't experienced only to have our hearts broken again? I don't know what I'm looking forward to anymore. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to look forward to. Craig, I said uh, in a message between a couple people yesterday, I go, if they move on from Aaron Rodgers and we start the Jordan Love era, Ugh. if we don't see some leaps and bounds from Jordan Love in you know less than a calendar year, we're going to be hoping for the Lynn, or the Lynn Dickey days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wonder what that guy's doing these days, you know? But I don't know, I'm God. sick though. I'm sick today, Craig. I'm sick. I feel yeah. I feel sick. Yeah, it's just disgusting, and I had no there, – there was nowhere in my mind that we would not be talking Packers and whoever our next opponent was right. in the NFC Championship game. I there, There's no way in this world I saw us losing to San Francisco, and dang it, here we are again trying to figure out what the heck happened and where do we go from here. It's just – I've never seen such an epic series of failures like we're experiencing right now year after year after year. It's disgusting. It's I can't yeah. I can't do I just I need a break. I don't know what it yeah. is. I gotta totally I gotta come to West Palm Beach and just relax, you know. Yeah, there you go, man. You got a place here. Come on down, man. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good one, All man. Right. Enjoy the sun. We'll enjoy the snow over here, okay? 
Hang in there, man. We're going to make it through this. I hope crap. so. See you, buddy. All right. <laughs> See you. All right, you said the research department hits you up. Yeah, two things. Oh, sorry. Hang on, sorry. There you oh, go. all right. I don't know what, my bad. Yeah, I'm just, no, that's I'm cool. So, I'm burned with white rage right now. The, the <laughs> so fire Modrayton. Two things they came out with. Uh, first, Modrayton was not on the Citadel team you, you saw. Yeah, and I saw that he missed coaching there by like two years. Yep. So he graduated in 1999. It's probably why they put up a decent fight. The only time, <laughs> the only time they played the Citadel was... Uh, September 15th, 2007, so he'd been gone for a while by then and, like you said, hadn't started his coaching career there as a GA yet. Um, Then they also – we thought um, everything ended with uh, Ron Zook in terms of this lineage of special teams coordinators. Actually goes back to 2006. Is that uh, Slocum? Mike Stock. Oh. Then to Sean Slocum. (laughs) Then oh. to to Meniga, uh, Meninga, or Meninga, Meninga, then to Zook, uh, or no, other Zook, way around. Meninga. Zook to Meninga, and then to uh, um, Modrate. Oh, so my we God. We go back to 2006 with this lineage of in-house special teams I'll I'll be completely honest. When they hired Ron Zook, I was like, this this has to be a pretty decent hire. Like, this is a guy that took Illinois to a Rose Bowl. Right? Yeah. Illinois doesn't go to Rose Bowls. No, they don't. I mean, he was a guy that was a really good coach at Florida. We're talking not special teams coach, head coach. Mm-hmm. Special teams should be easy. <laughs> Obviously, they're not. Easy. They stink. They stink. They suck. They should be fired. All right, we're going to talk to our guy, Zach Heilprin. I got to fix Nelly Cam here on Twitch, by the way, too. Nelly, you're, you're frozen and now well, you're nothing. You talked, you talked earlier about the trees and you said Brian Gutekunst and Ted Thompson. I'll say this though. They, they talked about not emphasizing special teams just in general. I think you have to say that Brian Gutekunst and his Packers have been a lot deeper of a team than the Ted Thompson years post what 2014 or 15. Mm-hmm. Once you think just in general, having a deeper team, you're going to have better special teams. <sighs> One would think. Because the more the more talent you have around, right, Rowdy, you'd fi- you figure someone would like yeah. rise up so to in, the occasion. In theory, your special teams, because your second, third, fourth, fifth players should be better, mm-hmm. you'd think your special teams would be better. And, man, they still don't have a return, man. Amari Rodgers is not one. He stinks. He's hardly a slot receiver. Did you notice in the mm-hmm. Kansas City Chiefs game uh, in the Buffalo Bills where the Chiefs were like, you know what, we need a play. Let's put Tyreek Hill back to return a punt or some kickoffs. Did you see that? And did you see it work out for the Kansas City Chiefs? Saw that. What do the Packers do? Let's trot out a dude who all season has done nothing but suck complete ass at special teams and continue to do so. Then, then at one point they said it would be all-hands team, like all-hands on deck. We're going to get someone out there to go back there and return a kick or a punt off. Or punt off. A punt or a kickoff. <laughs> and it's the same... It's the same player every time. Some guy who just stinks. And the Packers are like, yeah, that's, that, that'll work. That'll be just fine. Yeah, well, it's like, that. oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Or even like, uh, look at like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They had, what is it, Jarden? He was a guy out of, was it Tulane or like, I think he was out of Tulane. But it was like, he's a, re- he's a project, a receiver project. I think he was like a fourth round pick. But it's like, if you hit on him, the guy's super fast. You found like a guy that can take the top off your defense. Worst case scenario, 
he's like your kick and punt guy. I know he got hurt mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday, but even why can't the Packers be in that situation where you take a chance on a certain type of route wide receiver? That even if he doesn't pan out, he's a good return man. Not a slot receiver that they said, you got him, get him the football close to the line of scrimmage because he doesn't have great hands. because they're morons. And he somewhat does kick and punt returns. Brody, yeah. we, we, that's the only guy still technically under contract. The research department just went through it of all the uh, special teams coordinators hired. They've all suck complete ass, and they all come from the same suck ass tree. Yeah. They're morons. 